Evening, happy December, and welcome to the first of officially the Festive Fools episodes. Um, it's two wins in a row, it's free unbeaten, and uh, regardless of how far over our usual 90 minutes, I can assure you it's not going to be as calamitous as what potentially happened on Tuesday. Uh, I have two Fools regulars waiting, there is possibly two to three more Fools. Uh, waiting to come on a little bit later. Let's see what uh, Christmas surprises we have in store. And I'm pleased to say it's officially Christmas party season. So even Fifey's got a bottle uh, for tonight. Before we say hello to the regulars, let's roll the titles. to kick tonight's show off with the man who twice already this evening has for no explained reason had his arms up in the air. Uh, good evening Ben. Hello Fifey, how are we today? <laughs> Very well, thank you mate, yourself? Yeah, I'm good Tar, I'm good. Full of, the, full of the Christmas cheer and buzzing at December's round again and 
absolutely can't get wait to get my teeth into another show. It's amazing what happens when that calendar changes one more month, isn't it? Oh, it is. It's, do you know what? It's flown by yet another year. It's absolutely whizzed by. And the season, it doesn't seem that long ago that we were all lining up talking about crew. And we're halfway through it already. Um, yeah, time does fly. And I have to say, we were having a little chat off camera. Uh, so you you do these shows from from like a little study room. Yeah. Uh, that that little tree behind you when the uh, when the lights aren't shining on you, it, it looks very good. Do you want to give the viewers a little just a little bit of it? Yeah. Uh, well, this is uh, this is the tree. There we go. Just as the there light you go. It's got a couple of standards at the bottom. I'll give you a close up of one. There we go. Here's a little Santa. Um, so there's a few Santas. It's got a few Christmas lights on. It's, um, yeah, it's, uh, and you've got Yoda behind guarding it, make sure that no robbers come in the middle of the night and take it away. Um, so, yeah, all good. It's it's the only Christmas decky in this little room. But, uh, yeah, the house is full of it. So uh, unbelievably good. And uh, I must have eaten about 100 mince pies already. Um going into and, and i'm not even joking i've been eating like four or five a day but well that's it. because for the last six months you have been beasting it in the gym mate so you deserve it i have i still and i beasted it as well today so i have been quite good and um, see the belly's not going down because i'm eating mince pies but I, i'm bulking out in other areas so uh yeah <laughs> the arms the arms uh, it, uh, is catching up with the man boobs in the belly uh, my belly's just not going anywhere because I love food too much and I'm lazy. There you go. Um, in the absence of uh, Commander Wood in the lobby, I've already uh, shown the world that I've got my toffee apple. Brothers yeah, can pie. we have your review on that? Because it looks quite nice. Have you not had one before? No, I've not had one then. Oh, delicious. Uh, considering I'm not a big drinker, th this, is, this is the cider version of an Alco pot. Absolutely love it. Oh, is it? Because it, 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 it's an apple, but it, it got caramel as well. Is it, can you taste the caramel? Yeah, lovely stuff. Um, no. have, you got a, uh, have you got a beverage to review for us this evening? Yes, I'm going to actually call it by its can name of Stella Artois. Still from the same box that I had last time. I won't uh, refrain calling its nickname again. I, I think I went a little bit far that way. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, Stella Artois, uh, a Belgian beer, um, premium lager. Uh, one of the better ones as well, but you do have to pay for it. But it's it, it, it's a nice drink and it goes down well. It's up there with Grosh and all that. It's good. Just reading the early greetings. Hello to Shah, who uh, who says, uh, evening five, you Ben. Hope you're both good. Uh, really, Hello, I got to watch, um, I, I usually have a few bits on on Thursday, but I actually got to watch more of absolute football podcast last night and it and it was a it was a joy to listen to like Shah and of course Nick was there on uh, along with uh, a couple of the other of the team there so it was nice to to hear some different voices that I don't normally get to listen to um that much always a pleasure and uh, and of course Mike's here as well who says crikey Ben's very cheerful today hello He's, Mike I am well full of festive spirit I love Christmas I hope you do too Mike Merry Christmas to you uh, next up, let's say hello and good evening to a man who I'm not sure whether he's calling from his study or a grotto. Yeah. Evening, Nick. <laughs> yeah, evening, boys. How are we doing? Very well, thank you. Say yourself. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm yeah, all good, all good in this frozen north of the area. In fact, I've just changed that into crop layout, but so people can get the full effect. Let me just take that off again. 
so that people can uh, uh, there we go. There so we are. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, De- December the first, got to be done. So it's looking good. <laughs> That's going to say Nick. Nick's going to have a trail of uh, uh, people wanting to sit on his lap. I was going to say kids. Uh, people on his lap wanting to yeah, tell him what they want for Christmas. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody's welcome. Uh, very good evening to Rob and to Claire as well. Um, I, I normally throw it in the intro, but I, I've been lax of late, so let's do it now as Claire and Rob are advertising perfectly. Uh, this is being streamed live on X. Uh, you can see us there um, and our X notifications are open, uh, but we've strongly advised you either go to Facebook Live as Claire has done or our YouTube um, home uh, where you can join the live chat and we can flash your comments up on the screen where you could be part of of the conversation um the opening question is not food based uh today um because it is simply this with swindon town not having a game this weekend what will you be doing and what do you imagine some of the swindon players will be doing so ben how are you going to fill a football free weekend well i've managed luckily for on a work day on a work saturday so uh, I should be working all day Saturday and be quite happy to do so, um, which is quite good. Um, but yeah, normally, well, as we all know, the first weekend of um, December is for Swindon fans. It's a shopping day, isn't it? Um, it's a day where they give us the weekend off football, where we can all go out, get a Christmas shopping done and the back again. So the club are very generous and it's it's an annual thing now. It happens every year. So um, Hashtag for that. That's, uh, and, and good to see the players as well going on annual leave um, every start of Christmas. It's a chance for all them to go abroad and go on holiday, which is also good for them. They've earned it um, by getting thumped seven by order shop. Let's go on holiday. And that's a joke, by the way. Absolute joke. Obviously, get your feet up, enjoy the sun, get some rest. Just mean it when you get home. Um, Charles uh, suggesting that we'll be keeping an eye on the Dale game, won't we? Um, do you know what? It's one of those things where almost subconsciously, as you get to know people who support different clubs, you do keep an eye out. You know, I I do keep an eye out on what Stockport are doing. I keep an eye on what Rochdale are doing. I keep an eye out on what Bradford are doing, uh, among other clubs, just because of people we interact with uh, on the regular. So, yes, even if I don't mean to, I'm sure I will be keeping an eye on the Rochdale game show. And I hope Rochdale are all right, actually, behind the scenes. And the sale, this sale does come to fruition fairly soon because um, it must be slightly a little bit concerning that it's all been a bit rubbish again at the minute. So let's hope it's done. And, of course, we'll hope Bradford, Bradford lose. Um, but, yeah, we move on. <laughs> Speaking of Bradford, uh, token gesture mentioned that uh, our friend Liam uh, and his uh, Look Sports Media team have uh, just released their interview with Richie Wellens, of which there's plenty of STFC yeah. chat and to celebrate the release of that interview, I have prepared a little Richie Wellens at STFC quiz for tonight's panel. Uh, ben is feeling very confident. Nick, I'm sure, will have his skill set in this area <laughs> as well. Uh, Nick, how are you celebrating a stress-free, football-free weekend? Well, um, because we can't get all the family together on Christmas Day, which we'd planned to do because of um, some of the family have got to work as... Uh, Sadly, uh, certainly my son, he's works on a farm, so there's no Christmas Day off. Um, we're actually all managed to meet up for a lunchtime and go out for a meal tomorrow. 
So I think there's 15 of us plus the dog. So, uh, yeah, we should have a, a, a nice meal out. So uh, that's what we'll be doing. And obviously keeping a, a lookout on the scores for, for the Dale. And we wish them well and, and hope they do all right now. Um, their their best player who was on loan has been recalled to Fleetwood, which has upset Shah tremendously. So we hope they do well. And I'll be keeping a, an eye out on the order shot Stockport game, which will be very interesting. <laughs> so yeah, and, we'll keep an eye out on what's going on. And Nick, I, I reviewed Brothers Toffee Apple Cider. Ben did Stella Artois. Have you got a, a beverage of choice this evening you can review for us in the absence of Mr. Wood? Uh no, but I have had a couple of glasses of wine, but I've I've stopped that now and and I'm I'm I don't know if you can see it now. I'm back on the juice, so I'm on soft drinks this evening. Soft yeah, I would have thought that background you'd have a nice glass of uh, Merlot or, 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 <laughs> or, or wine. Rome. Yeah, I should have a brandy, really, shouldn't I? But there you are. Yeah, especially with that cough. Yeah, uh, not that we ever um, suggest that uh, you tune away from us when you've, uh, you know, you've graced us with the opportunity to entertain you for an hour or so. Uh, but I would be interested to know, and who's been keeping an eye on the York Wigan game? And when I say keeping an eye on it, I mean not seeing anything in the first hour because the fog is outrageous, and he, BBC cameras are really struggling to actually show any football. It's actually quite amusing. Um, what wasn't amusing was the last ten minutes on Tuesday. Uh, but what happened before that was uh, was borderline sensational. So let's start there. Um, ben, sum up Tuesday, please. Well, how can you, it was it was a, only a game that Swindon can actually be involved in. <laughs> um, it's it was bizarre and in a very Swindony type way. Um, I think we were very clinical going forwards. Um, I think there were some good performances going forward. So I thought the intensity was really good. Um, I actually thought um, Accrington weren't a bad team. Um, I thought they had a bit about them. I had quite a bit about them going forward. They were really unlucky not to get a couple of goals in the first half. I thought we defended far a few individual areas. I think as a whole, as a team, as a unit, pretty well. I love Kinsella in front of the back four. Mm -hmm. I think he's now becoming one of our most important players now, straight away. Um, I think it's so good. If only like one or two of Swindon's fan-based content creators would be suggesting that this is what was needed all along. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe. I know was low strangers have said it. Like, everyone's been saying this is what will happen. It's Yeah, I wish Flynn fell about this five, five weeks earlier. We might actually be really handily placed at the minute. But again, and also can tell us someone that we're not fretting of losing, which is... Which is <laughs> really quite nice in January. But I think, yeah, I think 4 0 did flatter us a little bit. But as I say, we created enough. We did deserve to be winning because we had been a lot more clinical. We defended better. Uh, we played the a much better football, though Accrington still looked like a top seven side. And then the 92nd minute happened. Uh, they got a, a, a bit of a poor goal. And I, I, every single Swindon fan, Every single, apart from the co-commentator, name I can't remember, didn't feel, oh, there's enough time here. <laughs> we, can let, we can let another three in in eight minutes. And uh, we nearly did as well. We, best, yeah. <laughs> we really should have. We really. 
and that that the, the last the 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 the, 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 Pinocchio, the last goal and then what happened straight after kickoff i don't understand why they didn't just do what they did rugby and just hoof it into the far corner and then the ref would have blown up straight from the kickoff but yeah if, if it, they, they could just just hoofed it up there rather than pass it backwards towards her but obviously their minds were scrambled they weren't thinking properly they were completely lost the plot um this is why we do and 606 it was mentioned that it wasn't actually the the, the youngsters that came on phone it wasn't but it shows that we are missing that 32 year old come on lads look, come on stop being silly let's just get this done let's just kill the game and just see it out and we just weren't didn't do it very well and uh, the good news is we haven't got a game on saturday uh really because you, we, that's not going to be fresh in our minds and hopefully when it gets to wimbledon and we do get in a similar situation where we're in injury time and we're leading that we actually go properly kill the game and see it out i don't care about scoring another goal just kill the game to boot it out the stand just kill it Shit house, just do anything. I think Steve Evans did a proper job last year when Stevenage came to Swindon. Uh, and the, for 20 minutes, they just completely stone killed the lane the last 20 minutes. And I was just admiration of that's how you shit house and how you kill a match. And we're just completely incapable of doing it. Anyway, I've rambled on for about 10 minutes. So I'll let Nick forget. Rob, <laughs> Rob says, I think the substitutions Michael Flynn made was ridiculous, to be honest. Got lucky in the end after a clinical 90 minutes. Um, Nick, it's it's interesting, isn't it? Because all all of the goals scored, there, there, there was such a a difference in all of them. But if we're focusing on, let, let's call it the negative, for want of a better phrase, mm. if we're focusing on what happened in the last eight minutes or so, it, it really is bizarre, Nick, because Mahoney had made two or three decent stops throughout the game. In the last couple of games, he'd, he'd kind of... Again, for want of a better phrase, rebuilt the reputation after some criticism. He pulled off some really good saves the last few games. And then all of a sudden, it's as if he'd forgotten how to be a goalkeeper. Oh, yeah. I I, I don't know if you could blame Mahoney for any of those. Um, oh, no, I'm not like, solely blaming him. It's just no. interesting because that's where a lot of the criticism was coming on social media. Yeah, but I, I mean, it summed up the game that he got man of the match. So, I mean, if that tells you anything, it 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 tells you what a shit show it was. Um, you know, we 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 scored two superb goals. I, I mean, the the young goal was was top class, and obviously, Can Khan's thunderbolt. You know, you you love to see those nine times out of ten they'll fly over the bar, but he he, he mm. smashed that into the top corner, brilliant. And Charlie did what we've been wanting Charlie to do for ages. And and I think it's a bit unfair on Flynn that he's getting criticism for putting two youngsters on in ninety plus minutes to give them a bit of experience when we're four nil up. Um, you know, we've been saying in previous games uh, the only way these kids are going to learn is is to get minutes on the pitch. Mm. And you know, it's just it was the senior players that let him down. They yeah. they just lost their heads. So I, I don't put any blame whatsoever on the two youngsters that came on the pitch. I feel yeah. sorry for them, actually, because they must be thinking, Jesus, what what the hell was going on? You know, they they must be shell-shocked. So, you know, and, and it was probably the right thing to do. You know, 4-0 up, you don't expect to be pinned back and almost lose points again. And, and, and I read a, um, somewhere that apparently... We're the first club that have conceded three goals in stoppage time without losing the game. 
So, you know, it's, it's like we're breaking records all over the place. And I, I said on the pod last night that, you know, if you want entertaining, come and watch Swindon. We're averaging, the games are averaging four goals a game, 25 games, 50 goals for, 52 against. You ain't going to get more entertainment than that. Yeah. Uh, it's just sad. And we've got the top scorer in the league in Young. We've got the player in, in, in uh, top of the assist league. So, you know, you want to see some decent football in excitement and and fear and heart pumping and adrenaline rush. Come and watch Swindon because they're the boys to come and watch. So, yeah, it was crazy. But I say to have Mahoney as man of the match. Um, and, and again, in fairness, you know, the way... We, we play like we play all the time. And, you know, the kickoff after their third goal, we pass back to the keeper all mm. the time. That's not unusual. Um, it was just that he miscontrolled it and, and it nearly cost us. Normally, he will collect that, pass it out and we'll move and it won't be a problem. But, you know, by then the heads had gone. And, um, yeah, they, they, they should have equalised. Uh, and... and the Honey saved a penalty as well. Put that into the into the mix, you, you know. And, but on the on the other hand, there were ample opportunities for us to score more goals. We we were clinical in the ones we scored, but we could have scored three or four more goals with the chances and the half chances we were creating. So, uh, and and I'll give credit as well to Andrew Halls on commentary. And all the way through the game, he was saying, Accrington aren't out of this. Um, you know, they're, they're looking a threat. They're not mm. a bad side. Although we played some wonderful football in that first half. It, yeah. it, it was superb. It was great to watch. And you thought, you know, 2-0 up halftime, you know, we, we've cracked it. Brilliant. We're going to get our first away win since August. So, you know, Andrew Hawes caught, called it right. Um, 100%. And and just to give a plug to our friends, um, Low Strangers, I've, I've listened to a couple of the podcasts they've, they've done with Andrew. Have yeah. a listen to those. For any Swindon fan who wants to listen, have a good listen on Low Strangers, there's two podcasts with Andrew Horse. Absolutely brilliant. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's top man, is Andrew. I mean, it's fair to say anything Low Strangers do is generally worth a listen. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. Yeah. But the, Big love to Low Strangers. Yeah, good they're pod. worth listening to. Ben, you can't say things like big love to low strangers because everyone assumes that we all hate each other. And if we say if we say big love to one, we have to say big love to all. Otherwise, we're starting a war. You know this. Dave Palm, you also do a grand job. And I love the show that you do. And I tune in and listen to most of them. So you're doing a cracking show as well. But low strangers, big love. Let's uh, uh, let me ask you then, Ben. Um, in our WhatsApp chat, it was, I think Woody kicked it off, but it was pretty unanimous that the team sheet came out uh, unchanged. Everyone was quite happy given what happened at the weekend. And and it's just showing signs that, that there is a, an alternative plan now because it, the, the proof is in the pudding and it is working. Well, that's it, really. It, it's, a shame, it's such a shame we didn't discover this five weeks earlier because by obviously when, when we're playing teams that are quite weaker and probably not going to attack as much, we can revert back to the three, well, the three, four, well, supposedly three, five, two, but the, the, the three, three, four or whatever the, the position is. But um, we can revert that where we can all swarm forwards and we can probably get away with 
being ultra attacking and, uh, against the weaker sides. But when we play the better sides that are going to punish us a little bit more for leaving those gaps, we can, you know, we can stick Kinsella in front of the back three, and it does not make us a lot more, yeah. a lot more tough. We still make mistakes. We're still liable to concede goals, but not half as bad as we used to be. And because we've got the talent of Kemp and Young, we're always going to create chances. Because we've got Hutton on the right, who's always a threat, always a threat. Even when he's not playing well, at some point, he's going to whip one dangerous one in at least. Um, you know, Kukoklu's been a, he really settled in like he's been playing all season and he's only going to get better as well the fitter he gets it's been fantastic Khan it suits him so much better now he's allowed to go forward a lot more as well and he's expressed himself he's sort of come into himself in the last two games it's no fluke that the last two games that Khan's played he's been at his best because He's got. He's not a central defensive midfielder. He's got license to go forward. He's a num. He's in a very attacking number eight. And also, McEachern was probably played his best game the other night than he has done for a long time, because I think he's better going forward than he is defending. We've got one defensive midfielder at the club. Play him, and it makes such a difference. Um. I always say how I really appreciate how viewers and listeners remember things we say and, and generally call us up on it when we're wrong. But Aaron going the other way, say Nick called it with the formation, didn't he? Pretty much 5-4-1. He was a madman for suggesting it. <laughs> Nick, you must feel pretty vindicated at the moment. Oh, yeah. You know, it's um, sometimes we get things right. You know, sometimes <laughs> us fans know what we're talking that, about. That's genius, Nick. Talking about podcasts. I, I don't know if any of you listen to him. Cammy does a brilliant podcast. And, uh, and, and on the openings to the podcast, he always says, don't you listen to those fans. They don't know what they're talking about, which always makes me chuckle at the start of the podcast. But sometimes, sometimes we do. We know what we're talking about. Just listen to us. Brilliant. It was, it was, uh, it was very strange for us. I mean, we, we met up, all three of us, in fact, uh, met up on Tuesday after the game to, to record a Christmas special. And we, we had to wait a good 15, 20 minutes to start because everyone was so amped up. And it, it's amazing how, and all fans will appreciate it, obviously, but when situations like this happen, Nick, um, even if you're not at the game, you, you've still got that. You, you said the word adrenaline. You've still got it all pumping through your veins because you, you care so much. And and it was it was very surreal when we all caught up on Tuesday night, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you didn't really know how you were feeling. You, obviously, we were celebrating a win, you know, three great, uh, a three-game unbeaten run, which is great for us. And, and But at the same time, you're thinking... You know, how the hell didn't we throw that away? It was like Rochdale all over again. It's going to be mm. another 4-4. In, in same old story, if it had been another five minutes or a couple of minutes, we'd have probably drawn that game or even lost it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's such, such a strange, it's, well, as we say, it, it's such a Swindony thing to do. Um, but would we rather have that than go somewhere and get a boring 1-0 win? What would we rather have? Yeah, we, I don't know. We, it's we, difficult to say, isn't it? <laughs> now we've won it. I'd rather have a four-three because it's just so much better, and it keeps you certainly keeps you on the edge of your seat. And it's 
Like, you know, you were watching it. It's like, oh, 4-0, great, clean sheet, perfect. 4-1, oh, shit, they got a goal back. That's a pity for Mahoney. You deserved a clean sheet. 4-2, uh, oh, blimey, that's, this is a bit dodge. 4-3, oh, shit, here we go. And it's like, <laughs> Mahoney, what are you, man, what are you doing? So, yeah, so, yeah, we needed a while to come down off of that because uh, if ever there was a game that was going to put you through all the emotions, it was that game. But we've seen them all before, haven't we? You know, Swindon do that to us. So the good thing is, well, we can, I think we can cope with it. That's the good thing. Well, you say they've been that. Doing it, they've, said they've been doing it since 1993 in the 6-4 with Birmingham. So they've always yeah. thrown the odd one in there, haven't they? It's just our club. It's just what they do. Yeah, It's our DNA. <laughs> You said Nicky Cope with it, Nick. So I tweeted out afterwards uh, for, from the Fool's account saying, OK, that's enough entertainment for one season. Can we stop this now? <laughs> and uh, and Stu replied, uh, and it just shows the fan base. Uh, Stu replied saying, we can't do this shit to ourselves. My ticker can't cope. And then five <laughs> minutes later, I got a reply for, from a gent named James who said, nah, bring on more. It's great to watch. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not so sure. I know. Great afterwards, not at the time. That's for exactly, sure. exactly. But... As long as you're winning, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> as long as like, the Rexing game would have been brilliant if like that free kick hadn't happened. Yes, even brilliant. It was brilliant because that ball got cleared off the line by FBT. I'm <sighs> sure if it hadn't. Oh, oh my word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Given, given that we don't have a game to preview uh, tonight, I, I want to offer you both the chance to. Um, what what's the word I'm looking for? Go a bit over the top. Let, let, let's go a bit over the top. I don't want to go over the old ground of we're going to lose Kemp, we're going to lose Young, everybody's right. going to cry. Season's over in January. What I'd like to do is is give you both the opportunity um, to to kind of say where these two rank as individuals, as a partnership. I'm not saying as all-time Swindon greats. I'm not saying go that over the top. But in terms of more recent history um, and and the impacts they're having, particularly as two lone players, why you're enjoying them so much and, and how they rank in terms of modern-day players. You know, if, if you take my time being a Swindon fan, for example, 20 seasons not seen as above League One, where they fit in that kind of category. Ben, let, let's start with you, because you you normally like a bit of nuance like this. Yeah, I, I did with, with them both. Um, I'll, I'll start with my personal favourite, Dan Kemp. Dan Kemp um, is up there uh, as talented. He's a different type of player than him. But he's up over the talents of Kasim. Um, he has unbelievable talent who can just do unbelievable things and turn a game on its head. Kasim, when he was at his best, you know, when it, and his first season and a half at the club uh, was unbelievable. Trophy. Yeah, pre-Asia trophy was unbelievable, unbelievable. And Kemp has that potential. He's got such a high ceiling um, for him if he, if he actually does get it right. And I wish him nothing but the best, no matter what happens in January. I've got my own thoughts in January, which I can give later, and it's not all doom and gloom. I, I do have some hope. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I, I think I think we'll be watching Kemp play a, a lot higher level in the near future, and I think that he, he has the talent to grace the championship because he can carry a ball. He's actually got a bit of fight for a little lad. He, 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 he's got a bit about him as well. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't get bullied. Great balance. He's got a bit of the devil in him as well. He likes to get stuck in. A really, really good feet, quick feet, close control. 
Uh, he scores goals. He assists goals. He's actually not bad at the air for a little man as well. He's got all the components there. Um, and I think maybe a high level might suit him better because less people are trying to kick him. Um, in terms of um, in terms of young, we're seeing him break through. This is his breakthrough season. Um, once again, Bradford have been very, very kind and knowing us their best striker. And, um, and and he's coming through. And again, they owe us a great debt. Uh, you know, they could pay the debt by letting him stay for the rest of the season, which is somehow doubt. <laughs> but but um, yeah, no, he's, um, he's, he's crap kicked on, isn't it? It would not surprise me if he gets to 20 goals by January. Would not surprise me at all. He had a little dip in form. Um, where I even I started to think maybe that was just a flash, but no, he found it again, which makes me think because he's lost it and got it back that the players just now arrived. And again, it's someone who has the full package. He's strong. He, he's quite tall. Uh, I remember looking at stand next to Aikens, who's massive, and there wasn't a lot in it on Saturday. Um, he's got pace. He's got good feet, decent in the air. He can hold the ball up. He's but he also is a poacher as well. Um, He's tricky with the ball at his feet. He's he can shoot from score goals from inside the box, from outside the box. He's got the full package again. It's just applying himself, and this season he's doing it. And I hope this season he just kicks on. And then whether in January, if he's in League One, or he's at Bradford, or by miracle he's still at Swindon. I hope and wish nothing but every bit of success. And um, he comes across as a really likable lad as well. So both of them, just unbelievably good players. Um, yeah, and if you want to talk about January, I can talk about that, but not talk about that right now. Right. But I, I'm happy to chat about that in a bit. Um, just just with the way you're saying that, uh, can, you, can you just diarise a, a reminder for me, please, Ben? Uh, because the way that you passionately emphasised all the good points of young there i would like when we meet up for the christmas do for you to rewrite my uh my hinge and bumble profiles please so that uh people can you can emphasize all my good points for people as well that would oh, be ideal Fifey, i'll be more than happy to do that buddy i will <laughs> sing your praise and make you sound like uh, 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 uh what's his name a greek god anyway i'll do that for you <laughs> oh uh nick talk, talk to us about young and camp uh, young and Kemp. I mean, for for two players to score as they do on a regular basis, and bear in mind, I think Young went was it six games or even more without scoring. Yeah, I think and seven, and yeah. I even believe some of our fans were criticising him and saying, "Well, we ought to send him back." Then he ain't doing the business. I think, so, I think some of our pod regulars were Nick. I well, did. I did. Yeah, you, that's the problem with football nowadays. People have got no Fickle. patience. Fickle. Yeah, well, fickle. Yeah, no patience. I call it no patience because you know we all want. No, we I call all, it fickle. Okay, <laughs> no, we we want the best from our for our teams at all times. Um, yeah, I mean the 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 movement of of young in the in the box is 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 up there with some of the. Uh, decent forwards that we've had over past seasons with, with without a date. I mean that that goal he scored, Accrington was just superb. The build up, the pass from Dokes inside the full back uh, to Hutton, um, and for a change he hit across first time straight straight to Young who smashed it into the top of the net. I, I mean that was just sublime. I absolutely loved it. And uh, and and yeah, 
you know, what else can you say about Kemp? He's he's up there, you know, with the likes of, I was just thinking of previous teams and midfield, like, you know, a Simon Ferry type player, isn't he? They're busy, always in the action, always looking to play forward, um, always looking for an opening, always, if he gets half a chance, he, he wants to have a shot. And, and, and get the ball away. So, and uh, and as a pair, uh, they they obviously seem to hit it off, which which, which happens. I mean, we, we had it with, um, uh, oh, Yates, yeah, um, Yates and Doyle, um, who obviously a different position Doyle was, but those those two for whatever reason it, it clicked, and and sometimes you you're lucky and you and you get that. We've had it over the seasons. Um, so, yeah, what will happen will happen. Um, but I, I, I think the, the, I'm going off on a bit of a tangent, but it, it just shows no. that our first 12, 13, 14 players are good, but our squad is terrible. Yeah. And if we don't, if we don't sort that out, you know, uh, just to caveat that slightly, our squad depth is terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll say the, the squad is terrible. Is terrible. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that, well, yeah, you know what I mean. As a squad, we we are nowhere near where we should be, and 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 in you look at other teams in that league, um, they have had you know big injury lists, but they've been able to bring in decent players, and 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 we're bringing in kids, and it, it's not fair on the kids. They shouldn't be dragged into first team football. Um, you know, they they should be getting regular games as a youth team or even out on loan. Uh, but you know, we're we're where we are. But yeah, it's it's a joy. Let's make the most of it with the likes of Kemp and Young. Um, and I don't know. We're going to talk about Khan and, and what's being reported. Um, that you know that oh, what well, your views you on insist, that are. Nick, you, you've segued in nicely there. You carry on. I'll just put my feet up. I won't. I won't need to host or produce this at all. <laughs> Come on, Fife. You know what we're like. Um, yeah, obviously it's been reported that, that Wrexham is sniffing about with Khan. If we had a decent offer, it's been banded three hundred and fifty k. Well, I'm taking three hundred and fifty k. Yeah, you take it. You, you, whatever Eddie Swindon fan says. There'd be mugs not to take it. Um, the sad thing is, we don't know where the money would go. That, that's the downside. But well, he's out of contract a, at the end of the season. Well, yeah, we can all suggest that. Um, but yeah, if 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 that sort of money is offered for a player that's out of contract at the end of the season, you're going to take it a hundred percent. And 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 if he goes there, I don't think it'd be a great move for him. To to be honest, uh, I think even even though they're second in the league. Um, I think we got as good a chance as Wrexham of going up, even where we are at this stage, and even with our yeah, lightweight the squad. So they'll, they'll miss out in the playoffs. It's yeah, I don't, I'd say we've, I've said from the start of the season, I don't think Wrexham will be there or thereabouts. Um, they've had a good run. Yeah, they had a, obviously had a massive victory, um, a, a 6 0. Uh, so oh, we've all done that, though. Yeah, yeah, it's easy, it's easy isn't it? You know, it's not a problem. So. The niller is the problem, Nick. Well, that's <laughs> true. No, we did we did Crawley. We did Crawley, so it's yeah, possible. If I remember right, didn't they score as well? No, I think that's no, six it was six nil. They should have. They should have, but they didn't. <laughs> no. They... <laughs> yeah. So we'll, let's let's see what happens. It's yeah. We'll, we'll deal with it as it happens, and, and you know, crack on with it. We'll still be there, going to the games and. Uh, 
following our team on the pitch. Maybe we're pissed off with the club, but we will follow our team on the pitch. I personally think there'll be a lot of turnover change around in January. Um, I think we'll see... Flynn's alluded to players leaving, and there will be. Um, and I think players will go that um, make fees because the money, even though we shouldn't need to, really shouldn't need to, the money for January will be, need to be generated from somewhere. Um, and I think there'll be a big turnaround. Um, I just think I'm just it's in the lap of the gods where our, our scouts and our team who are busy beaving away and who we're going to get, they must have an idea because they need to act fairly quickly if we're going to have any chance. What does help us is if we can have a good end till January. If we can be cemented in top seven by the time January rolls in, then that forces the club's hand to actually do something because we have a golden opportunity to finish the job off and finish in the top seven, have a chance to go up, a chance to go up. Then if you start the season on zero points, same as everyone else, and you've got to go for nine months of challenging for a top seven spot where we've only got to get four or five months to get a top seven spot and we're already there. So we've already got a head start over most of the other teams. So you've Just, got, we've got the press on to get these players in, but that's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, no, 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 and, and, and I'm not going to disagree with you, but just in the interest of balance, yeah. and I might be slightly wrong here, so please, please do correct me, but I believe this time last, or not this time last year, but come sort of January the 1st last year, we were fifth, sixth in the table and we certainly didn't go for it that January. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think we we literally just dropped, started dropping off a little bit, haven't we? Because the the, 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 the decline started to happen. That's when um, that's when old uh, Lindsay left. But no, you know, you might have a point. You might actually have a point. Um, there was promises that a load of players were coming and will be a lot stronger and will build up for promotion. They bought Charlie Austin nice and early, and everyone got all excited. And this is the marquee signing uh, that everyone thought would fire us to promotion, and then they. Got rid of all our experienced pros and brought in a load of youngsters and <laughs> failed to fill gaps that they should have. Sorry, um, Ben. I've just seen same traumas. <laughs> well, I didn't read that. I, 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 I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know. We don't know anything about Bishop's rumors, whether they're true or not. Ninety-nine percent rumors are bullshit. One percent might not be. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm, as a Swindon fan, this is just what I hope. This is just what I hope. Um, you know, reality is reality is something else entirely. Um, I hope. I hope that somehow we get to keep one of at least Kemper, but I doubt it. Um, I hope that we've actually got something lined up for the start of January um, that will uh, inspire us and push us on a little bit. I hope that there is a plan of how we're going to take this club on, because if we don't, it's going to be wholly depressing. But let's not think about that now. But nothing we can do about it. Let's concentrate on January. Let's get as many points as we can. Let's get into top seven. Let's cement ourselves in the top seven and give us the best opportunity to get the best players we can and being the most attractive club as we can by being up amongst it when January rocks in and whatever fucking happens, happens. It'll, it'll be criminal if we haven't got a if we lined if, up. if we're considerably weaker by January after January after everything they'll be promised. 
the uh, the unrest. He, he'll be up there and he will reach leap power levels of dislike. He will not be back again. Surely he has to shift the club because he can't take it on any further. He can't. If if we can't carry on this starts and we can't cement a top seven position as promised, then he he has not got the capabilities to take us out of this division. He then he really has to move on. He needs to move on. And the fans and including the trust, and talk about the trust later if you want, need to make their voices heard and make this happen because this isn't good enough yet. Let's let's see what happens. <laughs> Uh, we used to say big fan of the ordering at the chippy pose I have going on. Uh, so apparently me me just listening intently to Ben look, looks like looks like I'm at the chippy. Uh, is it is it as good as the Sam Allardyce sky graphic? <laughs> that, that's, what, that's what I'd like to know. You've probably got your shorts on though, haven't you? No, uh, no, no. I've got uh, I've actually got my uh, my martial arts trousers on this evening. Oh, must be yeah. December then. Um, no, well indeed indeed um but uh yes i i don't claim to be a, a fashionista uh but there's royston confirming not as good as big sam no <laughs> which fair enough fair enough um chaps before we move on was there anything else particularly from tuesday night you wanted to to bring up at all oh uh, yeah a couple of things one i'd say on, fair, fair play to um Accrington uh, for giving out a couple of vouchers for hot drinks for the travelling oh. fans. Um, nice gesture. You know, small things, but the small things mean a lot to people. So, you know, fair play to them, you know, thinking of uh, opposition supporters. And and uh, I think it's already been touched on. But for me, Kinsella um, was uh, excellent. And, and it was good to see him getting some game time and uh, doing a decent job. Yeah, he ma he made a big difference for me. He it, certainly through that first half in the uh, you know the, the ninety minutes he was excellent. So we all don't know what happened after that, but yeah, good to see him in the side. Absolutely. Um, uh, let, oh, come on, man. I, I was going to say the little cynical inside me. I wonder if because Holt did meant uh, did when he posted about the free coffee and tea, did sort of tag Rexham's owner in it, and I just wondered. If 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 they didn't have their little spat, if uh, we would have had our free cup of coffee, because <laughs> he he did let um, Deadpool know that he was giving us free coffee. It's a shame we're not playing Repton because they'll probably shout us free travel or something. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but it's a shame. Yeah. They'll, they'll bring us all their excess presents on Boxing Day, so we'll be fine. Well, that's what actually that's probably why they're going to overpay us for Khan and pay us twice as much. They'll go and they'll any hole in it and just go, yeah, well, we've given Swindon 500 grand for, a, <laughs> for a, the league, league two midfielder that's played 18 months of League Two football. <laughs> um, just to, to bring a semblance of normality back to the, uh, back to the show and proceedings, uh, I want to highlight this comment by Sam Trauma, who said, Kinsella motivi motivated by the baby scanner. Yes, huge news. Uh, that that he broke uh, is that uh, he and his partner expected their first baby. So congratulations yeah. to them. Um, and uh, I'm sure that the uh, that once the uh, pregnancy's over and the, and the baby's here, the sleepless nights certainly won't 
affect performance at all. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, but on all seriousness, congratulations. It's it's huge news, and uh, I'm, I'm very happy for the pair. Uh, Peter saying, how did they miss from that final corner? Um, yeah. yeah. saying, uh, we've all heard the revolt line a few times, but the joint of the team will continue to turn up. Well, that's because we, su we support the team. We might disagree yeah. with what the club are doing, but we support the team. And, and, and that's what you do as fans. We've had great times. We've had poor times. And, you know, and, and fans have a choice, don't they? Uh, if you don't like what's going on, don't go to the games. If, if you can, if you just want to support your team in season football, you know, go to the game and enjoy it. Can I also mention as well, fantastic support that's coming in on Boxing Day, the Repson game. Now, the club have really not made any much noise about this at all. But I went to the shop today because um, I need to move my season tickets to have my dad. So we need to fall together. And there's literally, I can, the only bit in the Don Rogers left is the bit D1 at the very end where you can stick four together. And then there's the corner, there's the one corner of the Arkles. That game is going to get sold out because there's three, three weeks left. Um, so to pack the county ground as well with the kind of the disgruntledness that's going on behind the scenes at the moment for Boxing Day, absolutely fantastic. I traditionally, it's a big fixture anyway, but to see a, a full house on our side anyway, I don't think Wrexham will totally sell out, but to see that, you know, we, we're going to sell out our bit and have a bit of atmosphere behind us, I think it's going to be absolutely fantastic for what could be a quite huge game as well um, yeah. against two teams who are going to be roughing it out in the top seven at that time. Um, yeah, so yeah, kudos to the Swindon fans once again um, with all the everything that's going on in the back with the trust, the ownership still turning up in numbers and they're still paying their money and they're still fully supporting their club. Unbelievable effort from the Swindon fans once again. And it's not cheap as well. And Christmas isn't cheap, um, but they're paying their money. Um, very, very, very true. Um, and very well said, Ben. Um, moving on, um, j just a, a brief note as we try and do our service to the club by promoting stuff for them. Uh, for anyone like myself who who was uh willing to pre register, the price lists came out for the two music festivals next year, and credit where it's due. The prices aren't shocking. They're uh, they're freely available now online uh, if you want to to check them out. But, but do you know what? That I was expecting worse. If I'm honest, uh, will I go? I don't know yet. But am I more likely to go now? I've seen the pricing. Yeah, possibly because it's not like they're they're stinging you for eighty, ninety, a hundred pounds to to go and watch this stuff. So, mm -hmm. so a, li a little bit of credit where it's due. Um, yeah. I, with with no men's game, and somehow I've just seen pop up in the chat. Justin always times it. It's as if it's as if Justin knows the schedule of how I'm doing the show. Um, with no men's game this weekend, there's a chance just to really spotlight what's going on, um, sort of around the county this weekend. Uh, and I will start, if I may, uh, with Bassett. Um, obviously, would uh, if we start with the women's football, uh, Woody Rich team Bassett, uh, they've got Ridgeway at home on Sunday. Um, sending our best to uh, to Commander Wood as well because he's uh, he's arrived home this evening with an injury to his quad, is the official reason for his lack of uh, 
<laughs> his lack of appearance this evening. So, uh, Mr. Wood has picked up an injury, but his Basilea oh, team uh, host Ridgeway this weekend. Uh, so, wish them the very best of luck. I would imagine, as is uh, customary, that would be a 2 pm kickoff. But if he's still watching, he will correct me in the chat if that is incorrect. Um, before we talk about Swindon Town uh, women, uh, in terms of their game, at least this weekend, um, what I would like to say now that it's official and we can actually talk about it is a uh, is a, a dear friend of, of Fools, one of our all time favourite guests, and uh, until recently a member of the uh, Swindon Town Under 18s and Development Squad, Grace Kazia, has moved on to Pastures New, um, going back up north, um, and uh, and of course uh, for myself and. The guys, uh, both here and not here, we, we wish her and the family all the very best. Um, we, we've I've, I've spoken to to her mum. We've we've exchanged a fair few messages about this. Uh, fear not, out of sight does not mean out of mind. And I've had assurances that uh, that they will continue to watch FRI. And once everything's settled down, Grace will be back, um, just not as a Swindon Town player, but uh, but with all sincerity. Um, I, I believe after the, the encounters we've had and from hearing what other people who who are more knowledgeable and have more experience of watching Grace, both in training and, and in games, um, I have every confidence that, that she is destined for, for big and great things um, in her future. And I'm just glad that Swindon Town were able to play a part in it uh, and, and genuinely do wish her and the family the very best of luck with the next chapter. Um, as as for Swindon Town women themselves, uh, they are at home, uh, Foundation Park, I should say, this weekend. Um, as they host, I want to say, Torquay. Yes, Torquay. Uh, Torquay at Foundation Park this Sunday for Swindon Town women. Um, so if, if you're looking for a football fix... Um, and with no men's game on Saturday, then please do uh, go and go and cheer on Swindon Town Women at Foundation Park. Or if you're over that way as well, uh, I'm sure Woody and Rich would love to see as many Swindon Town fans as possible over at Bassett. Speaking of Bassett, um, we don't we, we sometimes mention them, but not so much. But want to give a uh, a, a shout out or a plug to the men's team. Um, in the in non-league, it's FA Vars weekend or Vase weekend, depending on how you want to pronounce it, because you know there's no judgment here. Um, <laughs> Wooten Bassett face Bridgewater this weekend in the latest round. I think we're down to the last 64 in that competition. Um, so so getting closer to you know the 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 season defining rounds now. Um, but yeah, Wooten Bassett face uh, Bridgewater. Highworth, another team we have shown a spotlight on this season. They too are in Vase action. Uh, they travel down to Cornwall to take on St. Allstall. Um, the third round is the round of 64, if you like, uh, just following the uh, <laughs> following the advertiser correctly. Um, so we obviously wish both of those sides the very best of luck at all, as well, I should say. This is trying to multitask. I shouldn't do it. Um, we wish them the very best of luck as they continue their cup runs. And uh, Swin and Supermarine 
Of course, we, we were fortunate to be joined by uh, one of the team from Supermoon Radio on Monday. Uh, a look ahead to what they're up to this weekend. They travel to Hendon. So, uh, again, the very best of luck to them. Uh, lots of local football uh, to get into this weekend if you need that football fix. Um, the gentleman said what they're doing this weekend. I, I forgot to, to do mine. I'm um, I'm actually travelling to the West Mids this weekend because it's uh, it's slightly earlier than usual, but it's my work Christmas party. So uh, tomorrow night I'm heading west, um, and uh, yes, there'll be there'll be shopping, there'll be food, and then there'll be drinking. And I, I will try for the second successive year to avoid the dance floor as best <laughs> as I can. I managed it for the first time last year. I managed to not set foot on it. I wonder if I'll be quite as successful. This year, uh, let's see if Justin uh, has has managed to cover anything that I missed. Uh, no men's game this weekend. It'd be great to see if people could get to Foundation Park, support the women. Tick did that. Yeah. Yep. Bassett, Bassett and Supermarine Games. Tick did that. Also Highworth. Uh, uh, but yes, you presume correctly, Justin. Uh, five years away. It'd be great to get some STWFC and Bassett on. I am trying. I have asked and asked Woody. Uh, he is working on it for me. We hope to have Bassett on soon. Um, Swindon Town is a different story. They're, they're trying not to talk to us. So that's their prerogative. We will continue to offer. And if the situation should arise, we would love to welcome both Swindon Town men's and women's players on uh, to discuss things. If not, we will uh, we will delve into our social media contact books and see if we can uh, we can get some players of the past on uh, again because that's always an interesting listen. Um, we've done, we've had Supermarine recently and we are talking to Highworth as well about someone from there. Uh, if there's any other local sites that you would like spotlighting through FRI, let us know and we will reach out because um, as we've shown, we are not afraid to promote local football because grassroots is where it all starts. So it's yep. good to cover everyone and to cover everyone fairly. Um, <laughs> Liam say don't even own a quad. Yeah, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's a quad bike <laughs> that Woody's injured. <laughs> um, By the way, how can you that stop you jumping on the computer or going sitting down and? I think just because he's uncomfortable more than anything. Um, he probably can't decide if he wants to sit or stand, stretch or curl up. And he, he's probably, um, you know, Woody comes across as wholly professional, but he probably doesn't have an ice pack or anything to hand. So he's probably sat there now in his pants with a packet of peas on his leg, uh, which probably isn't the right image that he wants <laughs> to give off on FRI. Um, Woody, however, have a bath. Ibuprofen, a beer, and have a bath. That'll sort you right out. Now, Woody has commented saying exactly that. I'm not sure if that's to sat in his pants with peas or my comment about non non league grassroots football. I'll presume the latter. However, um, if if you want to send us a picture of you sat in your pants with a packet of peas, oh, I'll happily no, post no, it no. on our socials, Woody. That's Hi, not a problem down. at all. <laughs> uh, oh, there we go. He's washing up. Is what he's ah, doing. Top man. Yeah, fair enough. He's, he's he, yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, gentlemen, uh, this was always going to be a, a shorter episode with no uh, weekend preview as such. 
to do, but fear not. I have prepared a little game, and you two are well-versed in this, having already um, participated in two Christmas specials in recent weeks. You are yep. well-versed in the art of answering quiz questions. But uh, how well, uh, as I said in the intro, in the, in the spirit of promotion and to celebrate uh, Lower League Looks, interview with Richie Wellens going out this evening, which I haven't seen yet myself, but the early feedback that I have seen is it's very, very good and well worth I'm watch. really looking forward to watch that, by the way. I think mean, Liam's done it again, or Liam and his team have done it again. And, yeah, really cracking view, and I, I love watching, listening to Richie Wellens anyway. So, yeah, everyone grab a list and look media, Richie Wellens interview, watch it. Indeed. Sorry, I, I have prepared on. you... <laughs> Uh, just five questions, and then it's the return of a favourite. Um, return of favourite in terms of, do you remember the lineup game that I did at the start of the season where I showed you a graphic and all the names were blocked out? Oh, yes, yes. yes. I have brought that back as well. Um, so let's start with the five questions. Now, I'll leave it to you, gentlemen. Do you want to work together or do you want to work against each other? Together. Next. Together, you and me, together. mate. Let's go. Let's go for it. We're we're the optimistic team. The friendly game, yeah. We're called the optimists. That's our team name. <laughs> so uh, this is uh, this is all about the Wellens era at STFC. Um, so the first question is: Do you remember his first game, opposition and result? Yeah, I'd remember. Do you, Nick? No, I don't. To be honest. He, 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 I think he signed up the day before his first game and it was Carlisle and we got absolutely mullered 4-0. That is correct, Ben. Very good knowledge. Mm, yes, good shape, Ben. Um, from there, let's continue on the timeline. Do you remember the first Swindon Town goal scorer of the Richie Wellens era? <sighs> Silence is great for people listening. Yeah, I'm sorry, people who are listening. And I know there's people that do listen as well. I, I spoke to Matt the other day who listened, but yeah, there are people that are listening. So this is thinking right now. I do not, I can't remember. And, and think that sometimes I miss FRI and I don't know. Uh, I don't always have time to sit down and watch it back. If you want to listen on your travels, then usually the day after we stream um, from about nine in the morning. Uh, we are available on Spotify, on Apple Pods, and all your other podcast apps. So you can find us and take us on your travels. Uh, do either of you have an idea? Mm, no, no, it would have been his second game in charge, but I can't remember who. I, I think, I guess I I'm going to tell go Oldham. Jamie is correct. Oh, well done, Jamie. Uh, in the very next game, he scored the only goal in a 1-0 win. Uh, so, from having a first game and a first goal, we moved towards the first transfer window. And on the 4th of January, two players were signed uh, by Wellens. Can you remember either of them? Who were the first two players Wellens signed for Swindon? Two players Wellens signed for Swindon. <sighs> when did Granty come in, Ben? That was, that was the following season. Was I it? think, yeah, no, I'm thinking it is, um, what's his name, that midfielder, 
um, has a similar name to someone else who's quite famous, but I've forgotten his name. We went to Grimsby. Oh, played for Portsmouth. Another lad from Portsmouth as well we had, but he was a lonely. It was number four, dark-haired, tanned, really... Oh, what was his name? Matt. Can we give you some initials? Yeah. Uh, B-H and C-C. B-H. That's not what I'm thinking then. B-H. CC. Oh, I think you're thinking I of CC. I, I, well, I can't give the CC because I've just seen the name, so I'll, I won't cheat. Oh, you what? Is it the feed just popping up? I've not got the feed up. Yeah, so Jamie is doing very well. And that can really help the team. <laughs> Jamie is doing very well, but I've accused him of cheating because there's no way anyone just remembers this. CC. Did you give up? Uh, yeah. Canis Carroll. Canis Carroll. And Ben House. Ben House. Oh, you're both very powerful. Ben House is doing all right, actually, now. I think he's at Lincoln, isn't he? But, don't remember yeah, him at Carroll's all. Carroll, but I'm not now. Carroll, I remember, because he was a bit of a nutter, wasn't he? He was a nutter. For for the the back, men, well, he? Here's, hmm? here's the live chat. Uh, Jamie said House and Carroll. I accused him of cheating. <laughs> He sent me a laughing emoji. <laughs> and then said, I remember looking forward to some signings and seeing two people I'd never heard of. <laughs> That's Swindon way. <laughs> Hashtag Swindony. Hashtag very, no, two very young, unheard of players with very little EFL experience. That's such a Swindony transfer. Uh, well, be, be prepared because it's going to happen in January. So, <laughs> yeah, oh God, Jamie, look forward to some transfers in January. Let me know how many you've heard of. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> uh, question four, essentially of seven. Um, at the end of that season, yes. where did Swindon finish? <sighs> I'm guessing. I know we finished strongly because we. Relegated Notts County, didn't we? Like three nil or three yeah, one. We did. Yeah, we put them down because we uh, fell down. Help you, I believe that came. That win came at the end of a very bad run. Yeah, I think we finished about thirteenth or fourteenth. Yeah, I was going to say about twelfth. Yeah, but with um, no Camp, should we? Should, I think fourteenth. Do you think twelfth? Should we stab in the dark and say thirteenth? Yeah, go on there. Yeah, thank you. Well, I can tell you that Jamie's also said 13th. Oh, we've got to write then because Jamie's got the internet. Before, yeah, well, he's also <laughs> put the caveat, I promise I'm not cheating, I'm just sad. He says. <laughs> yeah. uh, 13th is correct. Hey, yeah, was, that was pretty good, Ben. I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah happy with that, middling town. Uh, last question before my... the lineups game. Uh, I asked oh, you earlier. Bye, Nick. Bye, Nick. <laughs> Oh, well, no pressure then, Ben, but you're on your own. <laughs> um, I asked you earlier, who was the first goal scorer of the Richie Wellens era? Can you tell me who the last goal scorer of the Oh, um, going back, uh, Theo Robinson. No. He scored that game, though, I swear. Um, um, I'll soon tell you because I've got it up on the other screen. 
think Theo Robinson definitely scored because oh Kane Willer, I know Kane Willery and Theo Robinson did that little celebration wrestling thing, and that was quite famous. But it was well not famous, but it was, it went viral. So it wasn't Theo Robinson. It wasn't Wallacott. Jamie's uh, got one wrong. Sorry. Oh, Sorry, I was trying to um, get rid of the comments and I hit the wrong. <laughs> you disappeared altogether. Have you got the question, Nick? No, I haven't. Uh, so, so the question was earlier in the quiz, I asked you who was the first goal scorer of the Wellens era. Uh, what I'd like to know is who was the last goal scorer of the Wellens era? I've done Phil Robinson, it wasn't right. Jamie has got one wrong by saying Joel Grant. Joel, Joel Grant, another bloke of football about. Joel, he was crap, wasn't he? It wasn't Pittman, I'm afraid. It wasn't Brad. It wasn't the hit man. Um, no, I've done Theo, I've done Wallacox, neither of them. Do you want, do you want some help? Yeah. We always need help. Um, and uh, Jamie's saying under Hunt, wasn't it? I'm not 100% sure, but I've gone with the last game before he left. Um, it was a 4-2 defeat to Plymouth where future Swindon player Jeff Cott scored twice. Um, C. Grant did score for Plymouth and Hallam Hope scored for Swindon. But who scored the second goal? <sighs> Good, good old Callum Hope. I remember that game. I, do, I didn't know where old mate Phil, uh, Phil Jeffcott scored against us. Um, was was, was that at home? We must be crap. Uh. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was the that was that was the game well in slap. That was this, the day. Yes, the, that's why yeah, I'm telling the you that very, last game. <laughs> the very day he left. Officially, no, no, officially it was the day before because that game was on the third and he signed for Salford on the fourth. The get on the coach, weren't they? Fuck off. Did he do a wait clean? You might I think he did a wait clean or something. They're about to get there and he got the phone call and he says, I'll get on the coach. I something like that, I don't know. Um uh, Jamie has said more comments and he has got one of them correct in the end. Right, okay, so his last ever game. <sighs> it's someone who has been mentioned at some point in this episode as well. Grant? Anthony. Anthony. Congratulations. Now, the return of the favourite, the lineup game. So we've spoken about two fixtures. Uh, as part of this quiz, what I would like to know, uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. So <laughs> Liam said Anthony Grant uh, and he told us afterwards. Um, Jamie did eventually say Anthony Grant and, uh, <laughs> and Tyler Smith. Uh, so, yes, we spoke about two games as part of that quiz. The first one we spoke about was the 4-0 defeat uh, at home to Carlisle. Um and uh, this was the Swindon lineup. Do you remember who those players were, though? Well, right, okay. So they've got the whole lineup. Well, number one is Vigoru. Well, hang on. So, yeah, Nick, you got correct. Number one was Vigoru. Conroy next. Yeah. Conroy's correct, yeah. Sid Nelson. Sid Nelson. Oh, Sid, five, yeah, yeah, he was good. I liked him. 
number 32, he was that Ipswich Loney. Um, so 32, that's Charlie, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Wolfenden. Luke Wolfenden, number Willie. 32, yeah. I Andalo. Is number 14, 14 correct? Um, Thirty-one. I'm trying to look at the. Uh, 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 is that Matt Taylor? Taylor. Matt, Matty Taylor. Matt Taylor was thirty-one. Yes. Who wore seven that season? <sighs> oh, Jermaine. That winger. Ellis, your colouring <laughs> in is rubbish, Fifey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, um, what's his name? Um, he's played for Cheltenham. Jermaine McClashen. McClashen like is McLean. number seven, yeah. yeah. Uh, I left you a little flag for number 11. Azarte. Stephen Azarte. Yeah. James Dunn, number eight. James Dunn was number eight, yes. Number 10. Who was number 10 that year? Number 10. Elsnick? Nope. Oh, um, was that? Um, what's his name? I said him earlier. Kane Woolery. No. Kane Woolery would be there somewhere. There. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> no, is he not? Nope. Must have been injured there. Um, uh, don't quote me on this because I normally get these these mixed up when they all happen in such a short amount of time. But I think he ended up. Blackpool. Oh, Keshi. Keshi Anderson. Keshi Anderson is correct. Keshi, yeah, Keshi Anderson. Keshi. Number uh, seventeen. By the way, Jamie said I'm screaming Keshi Anderson if I scream. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Jamie, with your with your poo. Um, and I feel actually it's somewhat unfair that we don't get to see Ben thinking. So I'm just going to swap our places on the screen for a moment, and oh, then I'll, and then I'll flash it back up so we can see Ben and Nick thinking. Uh, number seventeen, someone that got mentioned earlier. I must have a clue. This is th it's not be Sarah. We haven't signed him yet. Just third game. Um, our snack. No, it's going to be striker, isn't he? Because it's not a number order. Defensive no. order. Was Dion Conroy right back that day? That is... Liam's saying number eight was subbed off because his wife went into labour. I think it's him anyway. I... Surely we would remember that story if that was true. James Dunn got subbed off that game. Well, obviously, he's just been chatting to Richie, isn't he? Uh, Jamie is helping you out, by the way. Adam Mayo. Yeah, yeah. Cheers, Jamie. Thank you. We've been up for um, Carnoy was number two. It was three five two, by the way. Uh, oh. No, you've already had Conroy. He was twenty six. No, he said Carnoy. Carnoy. Oh, Carnoy. Sorry, yes, he was number two. Number four was number four. Else, Nick. No, I'll give you a clue. Else, Nick isn't in the team. Right. <laughs> Some crowbar I'll sneak in. He's a good player. Number four. 
not Fabian Robert, is it? No, it's not Fabian Robert. No. <laughs> you'll get you'll get the joke in the Christmas in special. Three, in about four weeks. In a four weeks, you'll get the joke. Um, uh, Jamie is on fire. McCourt, fucking hell, never got that. Jamie, you've been fun. Yeah, number six is Ollie Lancashire. Six is Ollie Lancashire. Yeah. God, I've never would have got McCourt in a million years. It's just completely disappeared from my brain box. Uh, I can confirm uh, Mike said Preston Lancashire. So, yeah, Lancashire was six. Preston, no, isn't in there. Uh, who was on yeah, yeah, the season? Yeah, Preston gone to uh, Mansfield by then. Um, was that Karouche? It wasn't Karouche, no. Medi Karouche. Paolo. Oh, of course he was, yeah. Number nine. Who was number nine? It's been that good because I've seen. Oh, what oh player? Uh, Richard, Mark Richards. Mark Richards. Uh, yes, number nine. 16. Wonderful half a season. Second season was crap. Um, 16? Uh, Joel Grant. No. Not Joel Grant. He joined the season after, didn't he? Or um, season after that. Um, and no, it wasn't Anthony Grant. It's 42. What we're talking about. No, it would be Martin Smith. That's the following. That's the year after that. Who is 16? Well, I'm Martin Smith, by the way. He was a baller. I was expecting to really kick on and be absolutely amazing by now. Well, I can tell you what did happen to Martin Smith is that he did play for Swindon that season as number 16. <laughs> oh. <laughs> did he? He did. <laughs> Who was number 24 that year, Ben? Oh, Martin Smith. Yeah, I'm thinking of the other Martin Smith. Um... I don't know. I don't know. Any ideas, Nick? No, I got a clue, to be honest. Uh, he was a youngster making his way. Initials ST. Scott Twine. Scott Twine was 24. I was going to say Sean Taylor. Who's <laughs> <laughs> Sean Taylor? And who's um, also a goalkeeper? Oh, fucking anyone. Um, it could be fucking anyone. Is the words what Ben said there? If you didn't quite make that out, yeah. I'll tell you who it wasn't. Where's Fodringham? It wasn't Wes. No, it could have been. It wasn't. It was just Wes's backup. He was at Swindon for years. <laughs> Ty Belford. Yeah, Ty Belford. No. It's not him. No. <sighs> His signing caused a bit of controversy. Yeah. Oh, McCormick. Yeah, Luke McCormick. Very well done. Um, so from the first game, we go to the last game. Oh, I've got another one. <laughs> Sorry, people that are listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this was the last team. So we already know it was the 4-2 defeat away at Plymouth. But can you work out who the team was? His last one, so... This is this this is the Plymouth game, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. Okay. Is Kovar in goal? Kovar is in goal. Uh, Caddis is number oh. two. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, Caddis is two. You've gone in a different order this time. Yeah, I'm. I'm, just, I'm going through the num um, yeah, right, number. Right, number seventeen. Who's number seventeen? Grant is. Grant is forty-two. Yeah. Anthony Grant is forty-two. Yes. Oh, we've got Joe Grant is 20. Joel Grant. Joel Grant is 20, yes. 45, Hallam Hope. 45 is Hallam yeah. Hope, 
Pittman. Pittman number 11? No, Pittman was number eight. He's not even there. Oh, he's on the bench. Pittman is on the bench, number eight, yes. Who's number 17? Is it Ellis? I'm just trying to think. Uh, where's 17? Why can't I see 17? No, he's 14, number... isn't he? Ellis. Oh, no, 17. Ellis. 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 Uh, so yeah, he's just a nursery party in nursery teaching for party that will sort you right out. <laughs> uh, I claim to be an artist on the mic, not on the, uh, not, <laughs> on, not on the pen. Right. Okay. So uh, before anyone else, no, I'm not spitting bars. <laughs> Mine Smith is number fifteen. Uh, who? Who is fifteen? Martin Smith. Martin Smith. Are you sure that's it right? Matt Smith. Matt, Matt Smith. Smith. Is 15, yeah. That's it. That's where I got confused That's about it. Well, before, wasn't it, Matt? Yeah. Smith? And whatever happened to Matt Smith because he was a baller, and he is a baller. Uh, so uh, I love when uh, I love when Karma comes back to bite someone in the rear end. So Sandrom says twenty-two. Jack Stevens. Colour still not improving with practice. Uh, wrong. It's not Jack Stevens. Oh. Yeah, 22 is, um, it's like Jordan something. It's Jordan Stevens. Well done, Ben. Mm. Thank you. We still have uh, 17, though, lads. The second no. one on the list. Is can, 21 can, can, Taylor Curran? Yeah. 21 is Taylor Curran. The legend that is, the rock, yeah. Taylor Curran. Oh, what a player. Uh, Jamie okay. asking Johnny Smith number eleven. That is correct. Oh, he would not. He was a good player as he well, would, Johnny yeah, Smith. And he he so picked on after he left us. So what, let's, what just, we let's just remember where we are. So we've got one was Kovar, seventeen we haven't got yet. Five was Ground, sixteen was Odomeo, two was Cadiz, forty-two hmm. was Grant, fifteen was Smith, twenty was Joel Grant, eighteen you haven't got yet. Eleven was Johnny Smith, forty-five Hallam Hope. As for the subs, you haven't named number six. Brett Pittman was eight. Ellis was 14. Taylor Curran, 21. Jordan Stevens, 22. You haven't named number 30. And you haven't named number 25. Right. Okay. Well, I think number six is Matteo Baldry. It is indeed. Frenchy. Just to help you out. Um, and I've accused him of cheating, definitely, because he would have no reason to know this. Uh, 17 was Dion Donoghue. Oh, Dion Donoghue. And Sam yeah. was asking, could 18 be Payne? Oh, Jack Payne. Yeah, 18 Jack Payne. 18 was Jack Payne. Yeah, because mm. I forget about him. 25, Joe Fryer, well done. Now, if you've got Joe Fryer, you are cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We had 50 keepers that season, and Joe Fryer was the most forgettable one. So that leaves you with just substitute number six, uh, uh, wearing number 30. I remember uh, Joe Fryer. Jamie yeah, says, awful... looks like Cal Freezy, but I imagine none of you two will know who that is. 
Who the fuck is Carl Fraser? Does he mean Joe Fraser? Not Joe Fraser. It was, no, was his name. So for, for those not That's up on popular curry, culture like me, no. Uh, so you've heard of the Sidemen. Yeah. Like KSI and that. Cal Freezy's another YouTuber who's one of their mates. Oh, I thought you meant Al Joffrey or someone like that. No, no. Cal Freezy is a, is a YouTuber. Yeah, I wouldn't also a played. podcast host of one called The Feathers. Oh, it's a good name. Um, right. Um, side note, Pete Marsh has just said that Anthony Grant is now reunited with Taylor Curran at Welling United. Is he? Oh, is he left? And, uh, no, Rory. fuck off. No, there is no way. No, Liam. Yeah. Fuck off, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Liam, for a bonus point, where is where is Luke Haynes now? <laughs> <laughs> Quickly Wikipedia where Luke Haynes is now. Yeah, where, where is Luke Haynes now? <laughs> He's at Hereford, isn't he? They don't tell him. <laughs> Luke Haynes is correct, though. That completes... Who is 17? Who is 17? We've done that, Dion Donoghue. Oh, Donoghue is 17. <laughs> oh, J Jamie's admitting to that one. I read it. Oh, no. Them. He's saying he read it on the image. Um, no, because if you could read it on the image, someone would have got it a lot quicker. Yeah. Uh, well, that was a fun little ending to the game. We don't <laughs> that get was to play quite good. Thank you, participants, as well. That was very uh, amusing. <laughs> uh, Liam's saying he's still got the screenshot from this game on his phone. Okay, no doubt. Um, yeah, we don't often get to play games on the regular shows at the moment, so uh, it's nice to end one. Um, despite no game, we are committed to still putting out content twice a week, so we will be back on Monday. What's on the agenda? I don't know. There has been a suggestion of more games and silliness. Who knows? I mean, with no, with no game for the men's team this weekend, who knows? The Trust might even get to look at some books and we might have... No, it's never going to happen. It's not going to happen. But please do, please do, all jokes aside, please go support one of the local teams, any of the local teams, not just the ones we highlight, but any of the uh any of the local teams uh men's teams women's teams they all appreciate every bit of support save on tires stadium yes tires stadium um ben nick it's uh it's been fantastic to have you on tonight thank you very much i've enjoyed it immensely uh enjoy work ben <laughs> and enjoy your family lunch nick we uh, will. I, will thank I will you. let you know if i avoid the dad's floor but until monday <laughs> From everyone at FRI. Yeah, we want night. we want a little video, Fifey.